So, uh, yeah, like, who did you vote for, Sean? Like, um, <laughs> let's get let's get deep. Let's like let's really delve into like who who what you're politically like. Just not. like just like trim them trim them off the tree. Just like Here. list them out. And just like let's <laughs> rip out rip off the band. Yeah, judges, tell us the judges first. Start with judges. Go yeah. up from there. My my favorite, Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> you voted for Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> yeah, I wrote her in. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. Yeah, Betsy DeVos, love her. Uh, um, mm, more like Betsy DeVos. More like uh, Betsy Davos. She's a boss bitch. She's a boss bitch. I love her. Uh, gr- I, I don't girl boss. Hashtag girl boss. Yeah, girl boss. <laughs> Hashtag uh, girl boss. Hey. Hashtag Emily in Paris. Hashtag ACB. <laughs> On that note, let's start the episode. <laughs> Click. <laughs> remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Why don't you come over and talk about it? Welcome to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through (laughs) albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Michael and <laughs> just the Emily in Paris. I'm sorry. We'll edit. Obviously. We'll edit this yeah. Part. Like, uh, the only Emily in Paris I like is, uh, the girl from, uh, devil wears Prada, Emily Blunt. She didn't go to Paris in that movie though. She like, that was like a plot point that she doesn't go to Paris. No, but doesn't How she, do you, what do you think of the, the devil wears she, Prada? What do what? What do you think of the devil wears Prada? How do you think of that movie? I saw it the other day. I thought it was really good. How do I think of that movie? I think of it with my brain. Wow. Oh, an intellectual over here. <laughs> Shoot. I remember liking it from what I recall. Uh, yeah. Meryl Streep is the greatest actress of all time. Yeah, she's very good. <laughs> she, is re- she is really great. Prom. She's now really good on Netflix. Yeah, she's really great in um she's really great in that movie. She's like that was like something like that was like, you know, a little like uh People were like, "Oh, the one thing she can't do is comedy," but she's like super funny in that movie. And, like, she, but didn't she like, do um, what's the movie where she's like undead? Death becomes her. Yes, she's so funny in that movie. She's so funny in Death Becomes Her. She's all like, uh, like Mamma Mia isn't a comedy, like, but it's like very light and it's like kind of like silly and stuff. Like, she's good in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I don't know. Fucking love Mamma Mia. And Mamma Mia yeah. 2. I watched Mamma Mia 2. I like Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. Three times in theaters. <laughs> I thought it was like the greatest wow. movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I like the part like uh I <laughs> I like in the movie where there's like let's just do it. Let's just let's just say Dancing Queen again. Right. <laughs> like you know, we know you little you little sniveling worms love that. <laughs> you abba, so, like, you abba you freaks. <laughs> here here we go. We're going to do the same song. Get ready. We're going to be on go again. again. <laughs> yeah. Just slap a prize on it and you're good to go. And guess what? Yeah, yeah I, Cher's in this, but she's only in the last five minutes of the movie. So what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's uh, saying, she looks great. She's, they set up a character so named Fernando 
literally so she could oh sing Fernando. <laughs> so that's like across the universe. <laughs> they did that like they were just like, let's name everybody Beatles songs. And hey, the this universe. is my pal across the universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend Hey Jude. <laughs> hey Ood. <laughs> hey Ood. Hey Ood. The Doctor Who parody of Hey Jude. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> So, welcome to the episode on Mamma Mia. Uh, we're going to talk about Mamma Mia now. Uh, Here we so, go again, oh, again. Lily James is really good in that movie, by the way. Like, uh, young, who plays young, young Meryl. Like, she's so good in that movie. Like, oh, she um, is good in that. I like yeah. Lily James. Have you seen Baby Driver? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love Baby Driver. I think she brings a lot of integrity to, like, that, like, nothing part. But, like, yeah, she's mm-hmm. great. Uh, what's your favorite, like, musical? Uh, that's the that's question that could be fun. Like, do you have, like, a favorite musical of all time? <laughs> not, what? i was gonna say not hamilton I, yeah I, what uh, yo you dissing me <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done this you shouldn't be uh, christening me my favorite my favorite musical unfortunately uh for my basic sensibilities is wicked so that's yeah. that's an episode we need to do actually like because i've never watched it all the way through well wh- we're going wa- to watch it anywhere officially so or just like listen to it like all the way through like i know defying gravity i know like um yeah i know it's not easy being green i know that song that's good yeah um yeah what What do you like about it i think well wicked marks like a turn in musical theater where musical theater was like had not been doing very well as a whole and it was like a massive hit i really like adina menzel and kristen chenoweth in it Adele Dazim. Um, I yeah. was about to the say. The wickedly talented Adele Dazim. <laughs> the wickedly talented Adele Dazim. <laughs> um, poor guy. <laughs> the, <laughs> poor guy, not poor guy, because he is in Scientology. This is yeah. now yeah. his yeah. new season. Rolling in dollars, baby! <laughs> this new season is an anti-Scientology podcast. We will be having Leah yeah. Remini yeah. on soon, so get ready for that. Beautiful. <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise. <laughs> it, uh, poor, Tom Cruise is in the news. Like, he can wear the time yeah, of recording he can, it. He can uh, yell at us for not wearing masks while we record. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't know this. What happened? Uh, so, like, uh, there are, like, people, like, who are, like, standing a little too close to each other, mm-hmm. like, on the set of Mission Impossible 7. And then he started, like, yelling at, like, you know, he went on this whole rant about just, like, yes. yo. Yes, yes, yes. No, I he heard the yo, rant. But, like, it's, like, recorded, right? Like, people yeah. have the recording yeah, yeah. of him rant. It's yes. a whole, like, two minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, but to be fair on his side completely yeah, <laughs> like, totally. it's not good to yell it's not good to yell at your underlings or anything like that but like i think his point is I, like i saw someone pretending to be a boom it was bobby finger he that's so a, funny he <laughs> a video yeah, of him pretending to be a boom mic operator and he like pulled his mask up over his nose while it was going on and was still like holding the boom mic very funny <laughs> uh yeah like uh now musical theater by the way doing great uh yeah, yeah. new yeah. theaters new, theaters are packed uh, absolutely yeah. packed. uh forgot to record again um but uh but uh yeah like what about you sean like you have a favorite musical you know for a while it was and weirdly enough growing up it was sweeney todd um, oh sweeney. yeah because it was it's really one of the only musicals like i haven't seen a ton of musicals but i saw the movie version and I loved it because I loved like I just love the atmosphere, the dark, gloomy atmosphere. <laughs> and uh, hmm. I just I love the songs in it, too. But I then saw um, Phantom of the Opera live 
and it was so good. S- it was so amazing, and yeah. the costumes are so beautiful, and it was just it was just a wonderful experience. And again, I love the music in that too, um, Mr. Andrew Lloyd Webber, and <laughs> it's just it was a it was a great experience. And so I think. I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah. And that's where you like met. That's when you first saw or- Orville Peck, you know, too, in that musical. Because <laughs> the mask. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the mask singer. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, quick anecdote about um, Phantom of the Opera. Sean and I both played uh, Phantom of the Opera medleys in the high school orchestra we were in. And I was oh, yeah. whoa, pulled off playing the cello to play the piano shittily for uh, a couple of the renditions so oh yeah. no but by, by like a big old cane <laughs> yeah he got pulled off his top hat was suspended yeah in yeah. And... yeah i was i was starting to sing uh hello my baby hello my honey and... <laughs> hello my ragtown growl <laughs> hello my ragtown growl <laughs> um uh my favorite musical thanks for asking is uh <laughs> i like Fuck um you. <laughs> I did give you a chance. Like I'm sure you would have gone to it. <laughs> like um, I'm sorry, I had to do like, my uh, Fro- Warner P. Frogson or whatever his name is impression. <laughs> yeah, that's his name, Warner P. Frogson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, um, I'm not like a. I don't know a lot of old musicals, honestly. Like I used to be like a theater. Like I was kind of more of a wannabe theater kid. I wanted to like be like. And in, like you know, in conjunction to like you know this record we're talking about, part of your world. <laughs> but like, um, if you want to be a theater kid, you gotta be cringe you with my get, friends. You gotta have a bunch of friends. <laughs> you gotta love that Lin-Manuel. really actually like you. <laughs> Don't find you annoying. Just like, <laughs> um, but like, um, uh, yeah, like, um, I you know I really I really had a strong Hamilton phase when I was like. 2016 I, I remember like being uh i have i'm my the bloom has fallen off the rose a little bit with that musical um but like i really remember really loving it i was like super obsessed with it um and just like i i do really admire like lynn's like just like hard work and dedication and like perseverance with that like it took him like eight years to make that musical uh which is pretty impressive can i yeah. ask did you see did so did you see it in person i did see it in person yeah it was great and in did you watch the Disney Plus version? I didn't. I don't know if it was that version. Like, I don't. I wasn't at. I don't know if they were like filming it, but like it was just like a. It was like no, the main no, no, cast, no. except like. But I just mean like, did you watch the one that's on Disney Plus? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes did I you? Have, yeah. So do you think like from the version? I mean, I, I guess it was probably a different cast. Was it the same? It's the same cast. cast. Yeah, I, I saw oh, like okay. um, same cast. Like there are a few like substitutes. They were probably like sick or something. Like, um, do you think it? A break. Do you think it translated well to like the I don't screen? Think so. I don't think no? so. Honestly. Okay, yeah, I think it, it's like it the because I I think it was such a phenomenon back then that like people were like um it was like a concert of just like yeah they're playing the song you know because right. like there and the, in that musical there are hardly any uh you know um there are hardly any like dialogue breaks really it's yeah. all like lame is it's like kind of all sung through for right. except like one part um but. Um, so yeah, it was like, kind of like, it, there was nothing like watching it live. It, it didn't have to cost redacted amount of money, but <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like I, I enjoyed that like in 2016, like 
somewhat and like this is kind of going through like a critical reevaluation too of dear evan hansard is like another one that i think is one of my favorite musicals um but it's like going through this critical reevaluation is like did is evan hansen kind of fucked up like is he kind of like a mess like a bad guy um ben but like it's i think it's a oh sorry he's so great I, i love ben platt like he's one of my favorite like male vocalists um but like yeah, he he's so I I remember like just like sobbing through that whole thing and just like being very very touched by the entire experience. Wait, did you see I that no, one like, live too? Uh, yes. Wait, that's like so cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ben Platt, like him, like in the cast. Wait, like did, uh, it was. Did you know? Because it was much cheaper, like back then. Yeah. It was like much. It, they, they no one knew about it. No mm-hmm. one like, mm. I, and not to like, it wasn't like on the public or something. I saw it. I saw Hamilton at the public theater. Like I didn't, not <laughs> that, but like it was like not like a phenomenon yet. And then it, I kind of watched it catch on, um, and that was like really exciting to see. Um, Did you know Ben so, Platt yeah. is dating someone who also played Evan Hansen after him? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I mean, hot, but also like, yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, hot. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're here to talk about Chloe X Halley's. Un- on that note, we're here to talk about Chloe X Halley's ungodly hour. Uh, let's quickly go through like our you know backgrounds with like her with those two. Uh, so with me, I didn't know them all at all. Really, I knew like uh, Halley. I believe is cast as. Um, ariel in the little mermaid mm-hmm. and uh she's like um yeah she's playing ariel i hope it's good um because uh yeah i ho- i genuinely hope it's good but like once again like um the latest batch of like remakes haven't instilled a lot of yeah. confidence in me they, they, yeah. they, they generally turn out pretty poorly um but like i hope she at least she does a good job um and like pe- like I hope, uh, I hope, I hope, here's my thing. I hope that after people watch the movie, they go like, oh, I guess racism is bad. And then they like throw their MAGA hat in the trash can and uh, it's solved forever. So uh, the new uh, <laughs> Ursula uh, steals her voice and gives her um, legs and also addresses racism in this remake too. So right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Cool. She, she, uh, she, she recognizes her white, her not white privilege. Like <laughs> no, her, her, her purple, her privilege. octopus privilege. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I have eight um, legs and you only have two. That's so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that makes me a good person. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Wait, just by pointing it out, uh, I would like to issue a formal apology. That's very reductionist of talking about privilege. So, to everyone yeah. listening, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope it's good. Um, yeah, I hope she kills it. Um, that's really all I know about her, though. Uh, what about you, Sean? Like, what's your kind of experience with these two? Yeah, I had no like. Well, when you brought up the Little Mermaid, I was like, oh yeah, that that's her from like I remember reading about that. Um, but I didn't, deadline.com. I didn't put the pieces together. And, uh, but other than that, I knew absolutely nothing about them, but was pretty blown away by this record. So, uh, this was my pick. So I had heard of them through, uh, Michael's pick baby, Michael's pick baby. Uh, I had heard of them through a podcast I listened to called who weekly, uh, which is hosted by Bobby Finger, who I talked about earlier. Yeah, we um, love you, Bobby. Come on the show. Yes, please. Um, 
But they were talking about Chloe and Hallie when they were first, like, getting discovered by Beyonce and uh, when Beyonce signed them to a record label. And that kind of, like, put them on my radar. And then they did, like, a Patreon episode of their podcast where they talked about, like, music. And this is one of the albums, so I listened to it that way. And uh, I was, like, floored. I loved this album. So yeah, mm-hmm. wanted to bring it, talk to you guys about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's, like, one thing I really appreciate about this podcast is, like, this is probably an album I never would have really listened to. And it would have gone under my radar. So I appreciate you point, you bringing this to the table and bringing it to my attention because it's I'll I'll be returning to this album a lot. So. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, actually, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, like true, like it is like that's really that's a really wonderful part of the show, like in my like opinion. But also, like it's kind of a curse that this like you'll you'll find that it's a curse that kind of ruins the rest of music to you (laughs) but like you're 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 you guys are young and uh still like rosy cheeked and uh all that stuff um as co-hosts um yeah so let's talk about ungodly hour uh let's talk this is their this is not their debut record um this is like you know their third or something record it's called ungodly hour Second, okay. Sec, uh, Michael put his two fingers up as if to like say, "Like two, you idiot!" <laughs> like, um, well, they had a, a but, Disney Channel esque debut. It's very much like a like a Hannah Montana style debut album, where it's like this is technically their first music, but it's not like their first real music. If that makes sense, yeah, it's not yeah. canon. Yeah, it's not canon. Yeah. They're also on the show Grownish. They're like apparently they're on that show. Like uh they just like play some characters. Okay. Um so they act too. Like that's fun. Um but yeah, like uh what's it called? Like uh Ungodly Hour. Um this is like their second record, like full length record. And um basically let's talk about like some themes of this record. Like um so they I saw a Breakfast cu- Breakfast Breakfast Club interview where they were talking about the conception of the record, and um, they basically called it "Ungodly Hour" because, like, there were there's on the cover there's like a picture of them like as angels. So like there's they are talking about like how there's this perception of them as being like perfect and like squeaky clean and wholesome, mm-hmm. and they wanted to use this opportunity to show off them kind of like being a little twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a little twisted, a little like kind of like more like adult twisted sister per se. Yeah, <laughs> that's what twisted sister was based off of. These two <laughs> twisted sisters are twisted, doing it for themselves, doing it for their twisted selves. <laughs> well, I'll talk about them a little bit more. Uh, Chloe actually produces a lot of the music that's on this album. Um, most notably, uh, Baby Girl, I think, is produced like exclusively by her a lot of the albums mm. uh worked on by both of them but i really think that like speaks a lot to their combined talent that they're able to like sing and produce and like work so well together especially as siblings like i yeah. can't imagine doing something like this with my <laughs> siblings that would be cuckoo imagine bananas. having this much imagine having this much like chemistry with a family member much less anybody (laughs) you know (laughs) like i want to work with you for the ostensible future it's not something i would say (laughs) to anyone i know (laughs) including us Uh, (laughs) yeah deuces this is your last episode (laughs) 
Yeah, like uh, I've like, basically like uh, when producers come in, like to like you know hear to like you know help out with some songs, like they already have such an ear, they already have such like you know innate abilities, and like they they they're self taught mostly, like they kind of learn all this by themselves, like they're kind of like child prodigies, and like they were like singing covers on YouTube when they were very very young. Yeah. Um. So like when but like when producers show up, like you know um what's it called? Mike will made it or whoever, like they show up to like help out with a song. They're like, this is already so good. Like, you know, they're, they're like already like, so they're like very impressed with like just their, what they have laid down already as the track work. Mm -hmm. And like the producers like kind of help them bring them to fruition. Arguably Mike will made it did not help them at all. So Mike, (laughs) we didn't made it. (laughs) Mike, Mike shall not make this. (laughs) I don't want to speculate too much of like, you know, like on just like that stuff. But like, uh, yeah, like they're, they're, the point is like they're very impressive. Like, yes, on their yeah. Own. yeah. Um, and then just like, uh, yeah. So like they, they, that's like kind of one of the themes like they were talking about. Just like they want to like, sh- they also like, you know, like they said, like I said, because their perception of them, they're like, they're like, oh, these two are like perfect angels. Not just like not in the literal like, oh, they're so nice or whatever in the like. They're so talented. They're so perfect, you know? So, like, they wanted to show a little bit of their humanity. They wanted to show a little bit of, like, you know, um, their flaws and their dark side and, like, you know, uh, all that stuff. So, like, that that's, like, what, what about you guys? Like, what do you feel like are some themes and takeaways with this record? Uh, I mean, the idea of just, like, being proud of yourself and loving yourself. And, like, there's a song about, like, knowing that, you know, even though you may be lonely like you're still the shit like even though this person's not calling you back like you're 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 the shit man like no one no one can tell you any different no one can make you feel bad about yourself like you're it's all on you and you're a great you're great you have value on your own yeah exactly inherent value yeah like when you're by yourself and when you're not trying to impress anybody right like yeah that's really lovely yeah um uh, what about you, like Michael? Like, what what do you, what do you feel like are some like kind of takeaways and themes? Themes of the album. It's a lot of like having fun, being like young, and uh, like there's like also a couple songs about cheating throughout the album, which are like you know I think a little bit them talking about that whole you know we're not perfect angels. Look at us. We can be the other woman, but it's like yeah, okay, yeah. you're twenty, like, <laughs> and it reads like that. So. Yeah. Uh so I want to talk about the the cheating, you know, element of the uh what's it called? The so- what's the song called? Um uh, uh well, there's a wonder few. what she thinks of me is one of them and then Yeah, that that's the, the one. one right I wonder after what she, too. I want to talk about that one though. Like uh wonder what she thinks of me. Um when they were asked about that song, uh they were kind of like saying, "Yeah, we've never done anything like that. That's not us. Like we never cheated on anybody." But like they wanted to like just use uh don't make it harder on me and wonder what she thinks of me as like just more of a writing exercise of just like yeah. wh- why someone would want to do why someone would do this or like how how would it feel to be this person but yeah it's not woman. it's not their experiences but doesn't it read oh sorry i didn't mean to be talking over you sean no 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 you're good no i was just gonna say like it's not necessarily one of their experiences like you said andrew it's just uh, an exercise basically just they're wondering what it's like from this like a jumping jack <laughs> yeah, yeah 
Uh, to me, this song, I, 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 I get, I, I compare the song to like a burpee, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like a burpee, but you fell down while you were jumping up. I think it <laughs> reads like a very clumsy writing exercise, and like, oh, this is what cheating and being well, the other no, I woman broke is my like. Pencil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very much. I don't know. I, I don't think it works at all. I think wonder what she thinks of me. Uh, it like reads as someone who doesn't even know what cheating is like someone who just heard what <laughs> cheating is i don't know like it's very strange i watched the affair one episode of the, the affair <laughs> yes. i've seen that popular show <laughs> i've seen nicole kidman act in one thing i know what this what's up here i do i uh, like the production on that I'm, if we're getting into tracks i do like the production on that song and uh well we're I not like, so shut up so oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no i'm sorry you gotta keep us on track uh <laughs> no i just like how dramatic it feels and um oh. i thought it reflected the lyrics pretty well and like the little flamenco guitar underneath i thought was really a nice little yeah. touch so uh but yeah like it's about being young it's about like being like um and just like the thing that's remarkable about this entire record and just like the tone of the whole thing is just like how confident they are first of all like they exude in you know exude confidence just like in immense amounts and then secondly how much they respect themselves you know how much they like want to be treated well and they want to be like treated how the, the standards for themselves are high and good and reasonable okay. for themselves like they said in the interview like usually the reason i don't like if someone's dating someone if the other one is dating someone i don't like it's usually because i don't think they're good enough for her you know I think you should aim much higher because this, this guy isn't living up to the standards of like get what we deserve. Get a job, get away from her. Have you seen Have you seen that Demi Lovato tweet where she or like Instagram DM? She DMs somebody, get a job, get away from her, and <laughs> and that person screenshot so it and was like, "Can you believe Demi Lovato sent me this?" But it's turned into like. <laughs> People use that screenshot all the time. Like, that's really get a, get, get <laughs> a it, job, get away from her. <laughs> is this just like a friend? Who who is this person? She DM. It, it was just some random. So I think her like I, I don't know me. if it's her sister. <laughs> it was like her her sister or her cousin or somebody was like dating somebody that she didn't like. So Demi Lovato, being oh Demi Lovato, messaged him, get a job, get away from her, and. It's like two messages, and I think that is like okay. I'm sorry. This is like total. This is me no, like, like it's a, <laughs> derailing the train. It's also like so funny that like the boy, like the ex, was like, yeah, like telling on himself in that way. It's just like that'd be something I'd be like. It's, it's like if like Tom Hanks, not not Tom Hanks, like Tom Cruise yelled at me, and I like I was like. Check this out, guys. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and he leaked his own recording. Just like, <laughs> well, Demi Lovato to me has like one of the worst social media presences. She doesn't understand social oh, no. media. She has like, you know, like she hates Poot Lovato. It, that like <laughs> unflattering picture of her that people say is her like twin sister <laughs> that she has locked oh, in the no. attic or something. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, no. uh, but it like it makes her freak out, and so get a job, get away from her is very on brand. <laughs> and very like a good version of the brand that she has so yeah yeah uh by the way uh demi we love you come on the show um <laughs> yeah. so um get a job uh, come closer to us 
or yeah. stop, stop your job. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's like the, if some if a girl DM'd me that, that's like how I know like she was into me. Like, stop your job. Come here. <laughs> stop your job. Come here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, ungodly hour. Any other themes? Any other like takeaways? Any other thoughts on just like you know holistically this record? Mm-mm. I like I like that it's not that not too long. It's like a good yes. yeah thirty seven minutes something like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I uh, that's great. That. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, get into like uh, the um, you know uh, some highlights and lowlights right after this break. Dot da, 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 da. <laughs> and we're back. What here up? to still talk about Chloe X Halley's ungodly hour. Oh no, my Christian self doesn't <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah, all our Christian moms are like, what's going on? It seems like they are spending one hour away from God himself or 37 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, um, let's go through some, like, let's start positive. Let's, let's be like, let's be some positive pellies and uh, just uh, talk about some highlights. Um, what was the highlight for you, Sean? almost all of them um yeah yeah, i was like i really the first when on the first listen through i was like okay i think i'll have some highlight or some low lights like some of these songs don't really stand out to me and then the next time i went through i was going through like the lyrics and everything uh and i was like i kind of like all these songs some are a little lower but i took just like very basic notes and for uh don't make it harder i just put bass exclamation point Vocals, yes. exclamation point. Yes. Chorus, exclamation point. Harp, Vocal, exclamation point. <laughs> vocals, again, exclamation point. Just, yeah, I, and now I can't even hear the song in my head, but like, I just, that was one that really stood out to me. Also, oh no, that was the one. Okay. That's the, uh, it reminded me of, there's a song by Solange um, off A Seat at the Table, and it reminded me a lot of that, but I just love a good, like, funky bass line. Um, the vocals on it were that's not how it goes in that song that's exactly how it goes yeah yeah that's the demo version um yeah no i love that one um and then the uh title or the title track on godly hour i was like that's the one i found myself singing it like over and over just outside of listening to it it kept going through my head and it's so catchy and so those two just off the off the top of my head but what about you guys uh i love don't make it harder on me that's such a Mm -hmm. good song i think it's such a perfect lead into wonder what she thinks of me because i think you know it's kind of like a mini like the last three tracks are kind of like a mini arc of its own of just like because with infidelity there's always such like there's a very negative you know connotation to it like it's just like Mm -hmm. why would you do something like this you know but like this is kind of why, like the it, feeling around. What, sorry, this is the one where she, where they're like, you know, they're already in a relationship, but this person is kind of coming back into their life, and it's yes. making them question. Okay, that's right. Yes, yes, exactly. And like she's basically like saying, like, I see these red flags. I see these red flags. Why did I not go out with you initially? Oh, because you were dating around, because you were like this playboy or whatever, right. and then. But, oh, man, just there's something so ineffable that is drawing me near to you. And, like, please stop being nice to me. Please stop showing me affection because I can't handle it. I'm going to make a mistake. Something ineffable that makes him so effable. (laughs) 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 
That's the pull quote. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, and just like it, like the build of it, um, just like the how the chorus explodes into this joyous thing makes it kind of reminds me of like a good Carly song of just like, you know, how like the chorus, ex- like it's like withholding, like the verses are kind of like with her, like trying to like talk herself out of it. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. And then like the chorus is like her, like, God, I just can't, I, I just can't yeah. like control myself. I can't you help it. You know, you, you don't know what's going to come. And then it's like, she's going to the store, to the store. You might not see her anymore, anymore. She's just <laughs> yeah. going to the store. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna. I was gonna say something gross, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, you, she, you, she doesn't know what's gonna come except for her. <laughs> Cut that so, out. Like something, something ineffable <laughs> that makes him so effable. Yeah, that was better. <laughs> like that was that was better. Okay. <laughs> like, you got a college degree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, accounting my accounting degree really helps me with jokes. Uh, yeah. yeah, like uh, so that's a great song. Yeah, uh, and then just, like, uh, wonder what she thinks of me is just, like, the, you know, we talked about it already, but, like, you know, just, like, her kind of dealing with the aftermath of it and just, like, kind of realizing, oh, I'm not the number one. I'm actually not the, her, because he's with someone else and he's choosing to keep being with her. And then, so, like, she's kind of realizing, oh, I she's she's having a dj Khaled moment like congratulations i played myself you know <laughs> just like <laughs> you know um i'm just like yeah like um <laughs> major key don't be the other woman <laughs> keys 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 uh, <laughs> also fun um, fact when she is when uh when they mention you can both go to paris uh she is referring to Emily in Paris. Emily, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys ever see the tweet Netflix tweeted that said Emily uh, per- Paris is supposed to be pronounced like Paris, so it rhymes with Emily? <laughs> and people were like, "Not this, <laughs> not this." <laughs> um, how do we? Yeah, like, side note: How do we feel about brands trying to be more like? Like the that, cool, yeah. That, I love it. We hate it. It's my, my favorite. Hate it. It's my favorite thing. I love talking to. I love talking to Kleenex as my friend. <laughs> I, I did. I, just, I love tweeting Kleenex a funny <laughs> meme, and then Kleenex like sending me some kissy emojis. <laughs> Andrew is running the Rose uh, Twitter account. It's Andrew Ambrose <laughs> Lee. So he's a he's a corporate uh, mole. Yeah, we, we see That's it. Right. Yeah, industry plans. Um, uh, Michael, what's a highlight for you? Like, what are some highlights? Yeah, for you? so I have this like theory about a lot of albums that every album has like a sequence of three songs that are like the best three songs on the yeah. album. Like it, those are the three you'll always return to. And for me, that's like towards the front of this album. But I have a really hard time identifying three. The whole run from "Forgive Me" all the way to "Busy Boy" are like songs i love uh but i love specifically forgive me tipsy and ungodly hour probably are my top three of this album for sure Uh, i think tipsy is like very unique on this album like i've not so good (laughs) it's so good i think it's so cool too like the 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 little bass line underneath it it's Mm -hmm. it's it's very uneasy Mm -hmm. because it's not like you know, they're throwing in, like, all these accidentals, and it's not really, like, in the key. And it makes you, like... I was like, oh, I feel like tipsy listening to this. Yeah, so. it's so good. I 
when I first heard that song, I think I think that's like the um, signature song to me for them a little bit. Like the rest mm-hmm. is like really really polished like pop R&B, but Tipsy doesn't really sound like that. Like it doesn't sound like it was Very made to like yeah. be yeah, to be popular. And so I think I'm like it's so good. I like get goosebumps thinking about it. I I love like the the experimental nature of it. I love that they like made it. Like they were like, "You know what's good? This experimental song that we made." And I'm like, "Yes, it yeah. is good. You guys really know what to do." And I love how confident they sound on it too. Like the the last line of the chorus, I was like, when when they're like, "If you love your little life, then don't fuck up." Uh-huh. Like I'm just, I was like, "Oh, that's so like savage." Like mm-hmm. it's on you, buddy. It's like, like it's like it's what I was talking about. Like that theme of just like the people the other one is dating. Like you have to have, you know, I'm enjoying this. I'm tipsy, but. You better not fuck this up, otherwise you're gonna die. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I will. I'm gonna kill play, you. It's yeah. obviously playful, but like, it's like you know, just like imagine having this much like self respect for yourself. Uh, just like, yeah, this is good, but if you if you're shitty, if you're anything like that, just you're done. Yeah, you know, that's it. Like, kind of like the Tom. She's like Tom Cruise. Just like <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's the Tom you Cruise of her sister's boyfriend. Beyond <laughs> apologies, like. <laughs> If I see you doing it again, you're done. And you, and you. <laughs> just uh, the samples, too. Just like, oh, yes. Bumpy. It's so good. It's like, it's euphoric. It's just like, so like, it's like, it reminds me of the end of like, uh, Famous by Kanye. Just like the, um, just like the sample breakdown. Like, in that in in that same song, he like disses Taylor Swift. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And then he <laughs> like has that outro with just like that transit. Like, yeah, I still know what I'm doing. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I still, unfortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, that that song's so great. Any other thoughts on Tipsy though? Uh, no other thoughts on Tipsy. I love the samples. I love how it goes. I think it's like unique to the album. All stuff I said. Sorry. Repeating yeah. myself. <laughs> no, that's fine. What are some more highlights, though? Uh, for me, I think Royal or Rescue Your Life is a really good closer. I think it's, like, fun. Oh, so good, It's yeah. to the point. I don't know. I I don't like the name scheme. I do not like... I think it should just be called Rescue Your Life. There's no point to it be Royal. called Royal. <laughs> Ro- yeah, Royal. Royal. Royal doll. Royal doll. It was but. a little too repetitive for me. I don't know. I was a little bored by it. It's like I think they stick That's the interesting. I think they, I think <laughs> they stick the landing of just like uh, it's like where do you go from a song like uh, wonder what she thinks of me like where it's like very you know self lacerating and stuff like that where do you go from a song like that uh, you you end the album by like because there's a way to there's a alternate version of this album where it just like ends and just like it's just another song you know but like I think they stick to the landing where it's just like the the message of the song is basically like you're young we're gonna make mistakes you know and it's like kind of a also like tonally it's darker and like a little spookier yeah and like yeah. the chorus works like the chorus is good um i like the i like the lyrical like the message of it i just think it's i don't know it's a little too it's not a bad closer it's just personally like it's my least favorite on the album it's a little too repetitive for me I, I have kind of an overall highlight that I want to address yeah. outside of Royal um, that I was reminded of while we were talking about this. I think uh, as a general highlight to me, I think I love that they like 
keep it to themselves and work on this mostly by themselves. Um, I think that's how they shine the most of this album, and that's what I like the most about this album. Like, Do It is the single from this album. Like, that's the one that got set to radio. That's the one that's like their top 100. The radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the radio. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> but they have a remix that has Doja Cat, The City Girls, and uh somebody else and <laughs> i sorry i'm not being shady i just don't remember <laughs> who else is on it uh mulatto and uh i think that that remix sounds extremely busy and there are way too many people on that remix <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. i felt the same way yeah yeah uh and so it's kind of like i love that you guys decided to like just keep it to yourselves like you just mostly did this album to yourself like by yourselves, for yourselves, like I think it sounds great. Women and, doing it for themselves, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's a problem I have with like a lot of main, I guess, mainstream music is that there's so many people who work on it to the point where it feels well. A lot of mainstream music just feels kind of generic anyway. But yeah. that's one thing I'm trying to like take to heart with my art in general is I and they've I've read where. Chloe and Halley said, I think it was specifically about that song. They were like, we wanted to do like our vision of it. We want to be hands on with these tracks because it's yeah. like they're ours. And when we, when you start to bring in all these other people, like it, your vision gets out of hand. And when you start making a track for other people is when you start to lose your, I can't remember what yeah. they said, like authenticity kind of. And, yeah. and I think well, that was kind of like, Oh, it fogs their talent. It messes yeah. with their talent. And I think that was kind yeah. of one of the problems with, uh, oh, what was the song with Sway Lee? Catch, Catch Up. I think that is the yeah. worst song in the album. Yeah, I was like... I think that, it's the low light for me, too, yeah. When they when they, when Sway Lee came on, I was like, no, 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 get out of here. I just want Chloe <laughs> and Halle. I just want Chloe <laughs> yeah. and Halle. Like, they've yes. already proven themselves. I want more of this. I don't need you guys interfering. But, no shade. Yeah, no shade. like, it's like not Sway Lee... Like, first of all, Sway Lee's not a... Yeah, and that's not his thing per se, but he's not a great singer, you know. He's not like a he's not on yeah. the same level exactly. Right. Um and it's just like it feels like a Sway Lee song featuring Hallie mm-hmm. and Chloe. It, it Chloe felt and Hallie, different. You know, yeah. Yeah. It just hits differently. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the thing I like about that song though is just like, you know, uh one of them saying like, You turn your phone off, guess I will too. Or just like having that self respect. I think that mm-hmm. rules. I don't know. It just it feels like he overpowers a song, even though he's on less of it than I thought he was. You know, if it just leaves that sweetly taste in your mouth, it just like, ugh. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a low life for me. Oh, lonely's great. You know, yeah, yeah, lonely's great. It's just like, um, who are you when no one's watching? Like, are you afraid of the silence? And just like, it's very relatable of the idea of, you know, her friends leaving and the energy. I'm. I think I'm an extra. I'm mostly an extra extrovert. And just, like, so, like, when friends, like, you know, I'm having such a great time with some friends, and then when they leave, like, it's kind of, like, the energy kind of drains out with you a little bit. Like, I, sure. I've definitely felt that way before. I don't know. I, I think it's also, like, um, that's another theme of the record is just, like, you know, them not having time for people who are not ready for love. You know? Sure. Them kind of, like, not having time for people who don't have their stuff together. Um, like, um, but, like, uh, yeah, Lonely is really good. It's just, like, and... Yeah, like, it's hard being, it's, like, I, I've definitely struggled with, like, loneliness a lot, like, this last year, um, after, like, kind of, like, going through some, like, heartbreak stuff, 
lo- those like nights were like really hard of just like, oh, my life hasn't changed or anything like that. And that was like really rough. And, but yeah, I, I think like I've got like the, over the year, I've kind of like been able to like work through it a little more where it's a little more manageable of just like being single and being like, because also like I've had like, you know, I think I've had a few opportunities to enter relationships that I chose not to do, you know, mm-hmm. but, but there's a part of me that's just like, I got to settle. I just got to like, I just got to grab onto something or like, I got to like, you know, like, even if it's not the best choice, I just got to like grab onto something. And like, there's, there's been that temptation, but also like me knowing that's not a good idea and me knowing that like, yeah. And just like, in terms of like, not the idea of like, you don't have to like be in a relationship to like, not, that doesn't mean you have to be like alone, alone. Like that doesn't mean you have to feel alone. I think it's like, and and it's like a, it's definitely a gradual process of like definitely like feel it it's, it's not something that you someone says to you one time and you're like yeah i'm solved like I'm oh good. absolutely yeah, yeah. right yeah like, right. so like this is like the, i think this song does a good job of also not solving it you know yeah they, they don't necessarily offer solutions yeah i think it's just like say this is like something that will like maybe help a lot of people you know just like something to vibe out at you know at 3 a.m when you're kind of like struggling or something like that well it's funny you mentioned that because i have been having this discussion a lot with people where when, when someone's trying to, if, if you're expressing, you know, a certain feeling to someone and they are trying to offer solutions or trying to be like, this is what you need to do. Like blah, 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 blah. It's, it, it's not helpful, <laughs> you no. know? And so it's so Unless much. Unless ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just the, the most helpful thing is just to, for me is to have someone just say, I'm listening. I hear you. Yeah, well, you know, I I did uh, some volunteerism with like a mental health hotline for a mm-hmm. while, and uh, a lot of the training that you do on that is literally to learn how to use reflective language when you're talking to people, and not necessarily like you're never there to like tell people what to do. Right, you're there yes. to like help people realize they have either the answer in themselves or to hold up a little bit and just stay in stasis right like Mm -hmm. that's your goal and like to have stuff like this it's like art doesn't tell you what to think but it does give you options for what to think about and i think that that really reflects a lot for lonely at least yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to derail you from what you were saying no it's exactly what i'm talking about and um i was gonna say two with lonely if i can butt in real quick Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, this song kind of resonated with me too, as with the whole idea of it's okay to be like, if you're alone, you're still, you know, you're still great. You're still worthy of, you know, whatever, like you're still, you're still a great person essentially. Um, yeah. but especially to like, or if you're not in a relationship, you know, you're, it's okay. you like, this song was nice to hear that it's okay to, to be by yourself. Yeah. I just love the idea that like, um, because I feel like personally, like to get personal, like it's like it's hard for me to define myself outside of what other people think or say about me, you know, sure. for myself. I think like when I look at myself a little more holistically and like, you know, w- without people like saying like you're doing a good job or whatever or like you're funny or good or whatever, like I, I get like very much like I don't like me. I don't like this, you know. I wouldn't like me if I saw me, you know, like what value do you add if you're not making someone else's life better? So, but then the, this is countering by saying, 
you are the it's the mr rogers quote it's just like you don't have to do anything spectacular for people to love you like that's right. like yeah, um actions yeah. don't merit love like your and your value doesn't derive from your actions and i think that's something that is really hard to grasp i mean for me as well i'm in that same boat a lot of the time as the fracking queen herself said if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else oh boy <laughs> i don't know I don't come know. on come i don't on. know if i want that on the show <laughs> come on drilling for oil <laughs> Uh, you don't. You don't. Called? You don't want RuPaul on the show, Andrew. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, millennials do love fracking, so like you know, <laughs> like Gen Z uh, hates fracking. Millennials, though, America's mm-hmm. new pastime. Um, God, what's the what's the fucking song? Like the one where Describe it's like, it. oh, it's ungodly hour. Yeah, just like and like that's like kind of like the other side of it too. Is just like you shouldn't just love. Like you shouldn't just like being lonely isn't a good enough reason to like you know enter into something serious like that's like that's mm-hmm. you know i think that's something that's very hard for me is just like i want to solve for loneliness um but it's also just like it's i think that's also why i said no to like a lot of like potential relationships is like me going like but actually i value my freedom but actually like why get a dog it's just gonna die or like why you know, fall in love. You're gonna you're gonna like fight each other, and then you're gonna be married and unhappy. It's you enter these things because there's some once gone once again. There's something so ineffable that makes you so effable. Um, <laughs> but also like because you love them, because you're willing to take that risk, because you're willing to like you know. And loneliness isn't a sustainable reason initially. You know, like it has to it has to come from love. It has to come from yeah maybe this will hurt later on but the love i'll receive and the love i'll give makes it all worth it you know yeah. and that's what ungodly hours talking about too is just like this person isn't this person isn't it yet you know yeah they're, uh, not, they're not at their level they haven't reached their their point right yeah well as like a like a former we're not former like current also church like goer like that's something that's like really i think I like about like religion and like, cause it's, it talks a lot about like finding peace and, or like value by itself or with your relationship with God, which is more of like a personal thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that helps you give yourself more ground for stability, or at least it helps me give myself more ground for stability. Uh, that all gives me more of like a, foundation so i don't feel like i you know slip off of it whenever i feel like a lonely or sad or depressed or whatever you know like it gives me a little bit more leeway even for myself you know what i mean because and also like that's the that's a cruelty of the world is like it could be taken away from you any day you know right like so you need to be a full person outside of it you know if like i had a conversation with a friend who's married and she said you know, if my husband left tomorrow, I would still be me, you know? Yeah. Like, if that was, if that happened, I, God forbid, I don't want it to happen, but it could, like, something could happen any day. And, like, like that's why grief is so painful. That's why losing that is so painful. It's just, like, some, a lot of people, and not even just, like, it, it's painful even if you don't do this. But, like, the idea of, like, you put so much of yourself in that, and then, like, that's gone now. And 
it's like grief grief is like love with nowhere to go like that's a quote or something like that it's just like you know this part of you that you put so much love into and put so much of your identity into you don't have that anymore so like that's why people like go into tailspins and stuff like that right um yeah you also have to bear in mind like the sunk cost fallacy there too to help you like stay stable with it like just because you put a lot of time into it doesn't mean that's you like then just because you put a lot of time into it doesn't mean that's where all your time has to continue to go does that make sense like and i think that can help like stabilize it a little bit more too yeah sorry this is going like off the no i love it so I love it. I love it. They're not highlights, but just like uh, this is something we talked about with the LMA record a little bit of just like we complained a little bit that like that record was a little repetitive and like and I think this record, this Chloe and Halle record is kind of and I don't want to compare to women of color. Like I don't want that to be the vibe. But, but they're like, both R&B pop. Like they're both R&B pop. Like it is just like this is like when they're singing like the lyric is literally some of the lyrics is like you know busy boy busy 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 boy yeah. you know that's the lyric that's repetitive but it feels so full of life it feel there's so much variation with it that's like it's transformative the production is so alive that's the thing mm-hmm. the production's so good yeah yeah so the production's so good and ella may like her vibe is she's a little more like warier she's a little more worried by kind of life you know she's yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. working through and these are just like two young people who are just like maybe it is just like the effervescence of youth like a little bit it's and like totally maybe like, that it's totally yeah. that uh i think a lot of the album is fun because it's like two young people making this thing they love that they're doing and they think yeah. is like like look at this thing we made that's great and it is yeah. and it it's convincing it's really cool yeah do it is good you know the luscious buttery harmonies like definitely like you know it's like these are a lot of like a lot of these themes even lonely even lonely about just like you know who are you by yourself that's not a new idea like you know rest of your life that's not a new idea like you know do it like just like a self-confidence album or just like song cut about just like you know, going out and like, you know, feeling yourself. That's not a new idea. It's a lot of this is execution. You know, a lot of this is just like, because like, I think a lot of the times, like some of these troops are very universal. Some of these troops bear repeating, you know, that's why, like, that's why hearing, you know, you have value when you're alone in a different way is resonant. I think sometimes you just need to hear it in a new way or just like someone else say it sometimes. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, it's like finding the right therapist kind of like, (laughs) yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta work around the different therapist before you want find the one that, that fits. That's that's just how you do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. And how does that make you feel by the way? (laughs) (laughs) I had a therapist for a while where I got to lay down on a couch, like television style. And I, freaking loved that but then i <laughs> had to move away from that therapist oh, no. and that was very sad <laughs> but i was like oh. I, I i realized after that 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 was not a thing that therapists do <laughs> but i uh i like that's what i look for you have to <laughs> sit down like a caveman <laughs> yeah like, you know? and look at them in the eyes and not just look at the ceiling as i like just like like train of thought just ramble about my life and then they go what do you think about that and i start to cry (laughs) i love that 
Uh, oh, another highlight. Less, I guess my last big highlight is Baby Girl. I think that song is really good. Uh, the, since there are two of them, it sound it they can layer over each other, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, without like just like kind of like what Brandy does of just like her recording herself over and over again. I don't know why, you know, but the phrase like since there are two of them is very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were two. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> now there are two of them. <laughs> um, but like... Um, uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, how like Brandy does it, just like recording yourself over and over and like, like just those layered harmonies. They just can yes. do it live. Like Bill O'Reilly, we're doing it live, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> terrifying. And I like the idea of, uh, I like the message of there are people out there who make it look easy, but it isn't easy. And th- the reason why they wrote this song about like how of their insecurities and stuff like that is because you know, do it for the girls around the world. Like not just like slay and not just like, you know, be a girl boss because like it'll inspire people. Like that's great. But also like show your insecurities and show your flaws because that will help that, like that vulnerability will help other people, you know, right. That, that will resonate with people. So, right. um, It's again, that thing of like not telling people what to do or what the solutions are, but just, knowing that like someone else is feeling the same way. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's more helpful in a sense. I think, th- and I think they have some self-awareness of just like they on some level recognizing how privileged they are to like be doing, living out their dreams and stuff like that at a very mm-hmm. young age, you know? Yeah. I think there's like, it does, it never feels in your face to just like, look how much better I am. Like not really. Oh like, yeah. 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 I yeah. Know. I completely agree. Also like on a different note, the percussion on, on this whole that was a different note was that good do you guys like me <laughs> <laughs> uh, sean should we let andrew feel value in this moment right now or should or not no <laughs> you need to we need to kick you out of this uh zoom room so you can feel alone <laughs> And then feel, yeah, yeah. And then feel valued and <laughs> right, and then find it in yourself, Andrew, and then yes. come back and don't do that different note joke ever again. <laughs> uh, no, the percussion on this album, like just all over, is what really I think like does it for me. It's mm-hmm. like just the samples they use are also just crisp, and it's it it makes it more. I don't know. There's variety to it, but it all feels like tied together, and mm-hmm. it's just it makes it so fun to listen to no two songs on this album sound alike well i mean it's cohesive but it's not yeah samey which i think is hard to do yes 100 percent. let's go through some lowlights like any lowlights we kind of went through like you know um the the, the catch up up, you know uh but like uh any other thoughts on like you know wonder what she thinks of me michael like any reason any other like kind of like i don't think it sounds like the rest of the album i think it's boring i think it <laughs> speaks it's also fr- clearly from a perspective they don't have i don't enjoy i'm not usually one for like you know musical integrity and sing about what you know but like there's something so like to me like kind of fucked up about romanticizing like being the <laughs> other woman and it's yeah like, yeah I don't know. I, it just it just like rubs me the You're wrong right. way. You're I right. don't re-listen to it. It it feels like a fantasy. Like you know, like when you have like 
a bad memory that you replay over and over in your head and you like cringe at it over and over like and you return Uh to it yeah that's what it feels like but like it feels like they made up a cringy memory for themselves (laughs) in this song and i'm kind of like you didn't have to do that you could have just not fantasized about being the other woman and let's see that's like i think it's like also like kind of like with like actors playing experiences that they don't have I, I there there's a case of just like actors should you know in a perfect world where everything was equal they couldn't play anyone you know of just like mm-hmm. any story is like because acting is such a tool to empathize with someone acting or like you know watching a movie or something like that that's like a tool to like oh wow i never considered that way of life and like to like live a version of it like that's a great exercise of empathy but then also just like first of all if a actor is bad it's like disrespectful you know if an actor yeah. is doing a bad job it's disrespectful but then also the question of just like should this person play this part because they never lived the experience of someone who's disabled or someone who like you know they, they could be as technical as they want or they could be the best actor in the world but there's an indelible quality that can't be just like recreated you know in a sense so right yeah i i try to avoid saying ineffable because <laughs> yeah. i won't say that joke again do not worry <laughs> yeah. yeah any other low lights any other like songs that you're like oh well no i nope. truly have no other low lights i think yeah. this is this is a no cuts kind of album for me i honestly almost like that ketchup is there so that way i have a song <laughs> i don't like and and like i can go oh okay the rest of this is really good you know what sure, i mean like if like, i if i had to pick one like yeah, yeah but even that song isn't that bad like even that song yeah. isn't that bad like i i will say like and maybe it's because they're young and they haven't experienced a lot of life you know 20 is very 2022 20, is very young um yeah. and not to say you can't have depth when you're that age either the idea that like you know if their their kind of mission statement was to like show their vulnerability I don't know if they fully did that, you know? They still come out looking pretty good, you know? They still <laughs> right. come out the whole thing like looking pretty perfect and like looking like that's kind of I that's kind of why I think with their mission statement being like, "Look, we're not perfect. Here, look, this is us thinking about being the other woman and then writing this pretend <laughs> song about being the other woman." It's like, okay. <laughs> like, if that happened, like if this if that story happened and they're sharing it, we'd be like, "Whoa, you know." But also we would be able to tell because that song would not feel like Oh, she can smell my perfume on you, and she knows. Oh, I that's can a little smell. too cliche. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I accidentally gave you the biggest chicky. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Oopsies. It is like a middle school like yes, idea. Yeah. I'm like, have yeah, you guys exactly. ever as an adult gotten a hickey? No, 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 no. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, let's go through, like, final thoughts and ratings. Uh, the way this works is we'll uh, give this a rating out of 10, and we'll kind of, like, uh, give a, yeah, we'll give our final thoughts and then a rating out of 10. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I really enjoyed this record. It's pretty sublime pop and R&B, and the production is immaculate and lush and full and varied their performances their singing performances are top notch and very high quality i would 100 recommend watching their tiny desk home concert 
like it's so perfect like I, that's like because also like it was a way to like put a face to like these singers of mm-hmm. just like but they're like they're just like alley-ooping each other just like you know they, their chemistry and it's an all-female band too alley-ooping alley-ooping <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> took me a minute uh but they're doing um, songs from this album yeah, they're doing something with this album. Okay. And like they're doing like a kind of like a jazzy, you know, live instrumentation version of it. Like less R and B like kind of Ooh, trap okay. like I'm very into this. That's like really good. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. I'm very into this. I one hundred percent recommend listening to it afterwards. I might do it afterwards too. Yeah, I think it's great. I wish I'm hoping like over time, like maybe we got into some more like lemonade-esque vulnerability like maybe not i don't hope something bad happens to them but like i would love that level of vulnerability over time because i think they would nail it um but they also nailed the fun youthful energetic songs too right and the production is just yeah like unreal and like alive and it's it's like just so i think this is just a great record so i'm gonna give it 9.5 pictures of your Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a good one. You pretty much said it all. Um yeah, I was very blown away by this record that Yet I you're still th- talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm being very rude. <laughs> yeah, I was very blown away by this record that I did not think I would like. And like you said, Andrew, the production is just amazing. Their vocals are so great. Like I wrote down for some of these songs like Beyonce worthy vocals and yeah. I, I was just super impressed with, especially considering how young they are, just the, the youthfulness, but maturity of this album was, was really absolutely a great surprise. So I will give it nine silly games out of 10. All right, Michael, uh, we turn to you. I think this album is really fun. I think it's really cute. It says that it tells me that Chloe and Hallie are two girls who I would love to be around. And uh, I love their like uh, energy they bring to the album. I can't wait to hear what they do next. Uh, obviously beyond the live action Little Mermaid movie. But more more than that, I can't wait to see what they do next. I can't uh, wait to like see Sebastian rap. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or no, that's uh, fuck. Sorry, Davy Diggs. Yes, Jason Trebleas <laughs> doing a Jamaican accent. That was a great idea. <laughs> like, oh my but, god! Um, I give this album nine and a half. Uh, little lives that you love out of ten. So beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Wait, I'm actually um, I'm looking this up. Uh, I actually have a sample of like the Little Mermaid sa- soundtrack right here. So I'm gonna play it right now. So. Uh, let me just uh, pull it up. Uh, click. Yo, I'm a crab, and I'm about to get <laughs> no. crabs, and I'm about to do a dab with my little crab arms. Well, that was it. Like, that was That's like a, a, the new track you wrote. The STD awareness song Yo, that they're adding respect into my neck. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> uh yeah so like uh that was a little exclusive for you guys um but yeah let's <laughs> let's uh again to our uh i've been meaning to listen wait sorry okay i've been meaning to listen to that and i did playlist there we go uh let's go pick some songs uh who would like to go first uh i can go first do it uh recently i have been listening to marina formerly marina and the diamonds Mm. i really have been why'd you change it what's such a cool name like 
I don't Did know. Did she I lose her was, bandmates? Like, no, she's never had bandmates. She's always been mm. the diamonds have always been her. So <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think it was more of like a I don't. I'm like you know she's been doing music for like twelve years and she's like yeah I don't know I'm, I'm Marina Diamandis her last name was Diamandis mm-hmm. so I think she just wanted to like self-identify a little more but um her new song Man's World is really good and you can listen to it here click. Wow, isn't that uh, great, guys? Don't you love it? That was really good. Yeah, I love it. So, yeah, I'll go next. I got two picks this week. Um, one's a very short song. Oh, I forgot we could do songs. two. Yeah, one's a very short song, though. So, like it. Um, so, first pick I'm going to do is Earn by Childish Gambino. Click. Um, so this song's great, and like the 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 vocal layering reminds me of some of these songs in Chloe's Holly. And this is like one of the first. This is like um very much a turning point for Childish Gambino because at the start he was very much like a gimmick, like not gimmicky, but like he was doing a lot of punchline rap. He was doing like my dick is wet like a lobster, like stuff like that. You know, he was like being like very like um. He was doing that a lot. So, like, kind of joke raps and stuff. Like, aw. Like sweatpants um, in 2005 kind of jokey rap. Yeah, or, like, uh, bon- Bonfire especially. Like, that's very, oh, like, yeah. jokey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I, but, like, um, he was, like, I think he, like, definitely, like, wasn't respected as much in, like, the rap community and the hip-hop community. Like, he was kind of, like, gimmicky a little. Saw, saw, seen as gimmicky. But, like, this song was a song that, like, people like really really praise and like we're really impressed of how talented childish gambino was and like tyler the creator tweeted like about the song and like you know um earl sweatshirt tweeted about the song and they were like this is so good like dude this is so good like and then they're, they're like just like i listen to this song on a loop all the time and it's just like so that's really encouraging to hear just like you know over time like get, gaining the respect of your peers and stuff like that yeah and that song is just really good uh, I don't know what it's about, like honestly. It's just like it makes me feel like kind of in this dreamy headspace. So uh, my second pick is "Just the Lonely Talking Again" by Whitney Houston. Click. Tell me, are you really ready for love, boy? Are you really ready for love, boy? Or is it just the lonely? talking again yeah so that's the song uh i just played it right now i was gonna say i can use that instead of the actual song right? <laughs> <laughs> Click. Um, just like <laughs> uh so yeah that song's really great um and it's like kind of the touching on the same things of like themes of lonely and ungodly hour i just like um i think a song that like really like kind of helps me out a little bit just like make and like set these standards for myself and like just like really push for what i want even though like the nights and like the the singleness is like difficult a lot of days um so just like you know being you know are you really ready for love or is it just the lonely talking again i just like is this what you really want or are you just like grabbing at anything to like stay afloat 
So um, just like a very emotionally intelligent song, and it just like sounds so great. And like Whitney's a queen. Uh, we're putting we might put her on our you know March moodiness. You know, so look forward to that. Um, so yeah, that's my pick. Cool. So Sean, we turn to you. Yeah, uh, the first song because I'm going to do two now. Um, the first song I chose is uh, "Something's Missing" by the Internet. Click. It's a full tank in the getaway, getaway. So before I break your heart, you should get the engine started. This song, going off of the whole production of uh, "Ungodly Hour," a lot of the percussion on "Ungodly Hour" reminded me of this song specifically by the internet and it's just a super fun song and when i was there was a very very brief period when i was trying to make like beats and this song was like a big like in the ground yeah yeah i was trying to grow them bears beats battlestar galactica (laughs) that's right (laughs) it took it took too long i i don't have the patience for growing beats um but no i was i was like going i was looking to this song a lot because i loved the production on it and the feel of it. And in the second song I chose is Losing You by Solange. Clonk. This song I just picked because it's super fun and it's a good time even though it's about potentially losing somebody and uh, the actually i have no other reason besides that it's just a super fun song so yeah. wait i was thinking about putting a salon song on there yeah but yeah that's great you, you guys i forgot i always i keep forgetting to tie why i'm picking the song back to the album we're talking about i'm sorry yeah, i was I like i guess it. he's not gonna do it <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think you have to I, I don't have to but i do have a reason each time i just am not saying it uh girl power girl power man's world that's why i picked that marina song but i got <laughs> derailed talking about why she's not the diamonds anymore so yeah i derailed you to be fair no uh, it was you, also you me kind of put some respect <laughs> on my neck um yeah. <laughs> uh so uh yeah that's it uh thank you so much guys like that was a great episode and uh yeah uh, thank you so much for you know being vulnerable and like being open and like also like a lot of fun uh so uh you could find uh you can find me at andrew a lee on instagram and uh twitter and also you can find me at letterbox at andrew ambrose lee <laughs> uh you could follow um the podcast you know you can follow the podcast at ibmtltt on twitter and no on uh facebook and instagram and um, you can email us at I've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com. So uh, this month, uh, in the month of February, we're going to donate like any any review of the show. Even It could be a negative review. It's fine. Um, it, don't do that. But like, you know, ideally like a five star review, any five star review of the show uh, will donate one dollar to the Trevor Project. So even uh, if we get yeah. a bad review, it doesn't matter because we know ourselves that we are wonderful. Just yeah, like but Chloe if you're gonna leave Hallie. a bad review, just just put in the content. Still leave it as five stars, though. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, like that. That helps a lot. Um. So yeah, make it a hopefully pre- pre- preferably a positive review, and we'll donate dollars to the Trevor Project. 
Um, so, uh, yeah. And now we'll do a closing sentiment from Michael Limentaco. Wait, no, sorry, sorry. Um, now, um, uh, Sean, anything you'd like to plug? Oh, uh, follow me on Instagram at T1 underscore Sean five nine nine. Yeah. And Michael. And you can follow me at Instagram and Twitter at, at lemon taco. There we go. All right. So, uh, we should probably like do my thing last the next time uh, but it's fine and now we'll have a closing sentiment from michael limitado so three two one if, if you, you love your love little, your little life, life then, then leave, leave a, a review, review. <laughs> thank you so much everybody have a good day Bye. oh no lin-manuel's here at the end of the episode oh, no. Yo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, click it's too late <laughs>